welcome to Bible Bedtime. I am Dana and I am your host. This is episode 103 of Bible Bedtime and tonight I am going to be reading from the Old Testament and reading Exodus 13. If this is your first time listening to Bible Bedtime, then welcome. I'm so glad that you've joined us. It is our intention to lull you into a heavenly, peaceful sleep by reading the Lord's Word. We are in the second season of Bible Bedtime, and what we have done since the beginning is alternate between the Old Testament and the New Testament, each episode. In season one, I read from Genesis, and then I alternated that by reading the first chapter in the New Testament, which is Matthew. Now we're in our second season, and I am reading Exodus and Mark. I am so grateful for every listener in the dozens of countries and hundreds of cities who are listening to this podcast, I, I give a special hello and thank you to listeners in the United States and particularly those in Kansas City. It is a beautiful city and I've had an opportunity to visit there many times. It is one of those cities that is on a dividing line between Kansas and Missouri. In fact, I think they are actually two different cities, but in many ways, I'm sure they're one community. And even though Kansas is in the name, they are technically in mostly in Missouri. So to those of you who are there, whether you're on the Kansas side or the Missouri side, welcome. Welcome to Bible Bedtime. And I am so glad that you are here. And I am saying a special prayer just for you. Now, one of the things that we do to help listeners ease into a pattern of falling asleep easily is by creating some habits. And honestly, you can have habits throughout the day that will help lead you toward a more peaceful sleep, maybe in the way that you eat or don't eat certain things or at certain times. 
or maybe there are activities that help calm you down or conversely there are activities that keep you from calming down one of the best ways that I have found to overcome difficulties in falling asleep is to be able to identify those things in my daily life and either do less of them if they are keeping me from falling asleep or doing more of them or doing them more consistently meaning doing them every night or almost every night or just doing as much of them as I can when I can. One of the things that I like to help remind you to do is create a, a nest for yourself. We all have a certain way we prefer to sleep, whether it's the kinds of sheets and blankets and counterpanes and comforters and duvets or whatever you call them, your bedding. We all have that selection of bedding that makes us feel cozy and warm but not too hot. And pillows that may be under our head or under our knees or behind our backs. If you have not yet found your favorite sleeping position and bedding, think about it and do what you can to recreate what feels wonderful. Another thing that helps is to turn off distractions. I believe that electronic devices and communication devices are a blessing. They allow us to meet people we would never meet and to share blessings we would never be able to share and to get information that we need But like any blessing, sometimes too much of a good thing starts to become unhealthy. And so uh, there are times when technology is good and noise is good. And there are times, like when you're trying to sleep, that those distractions are not helpful. So... Go ahead and put away any technology or screens or noises that are going to distract you. Now is the time to do that. If there are any lights that will keep you awake, human beings are not nocturnal animals. We are diurnal animals and we are conditioned biologically by our creator to feel sleepy when it is dark. So 
If you have a lot of lights on, turn off as many as you feel comfortable to make it as dark as what makes you feel safe and cozy and sleep. Now that you've done all of that, it's time to get into your bed and snuggle under the covers and get your pillows in the perfect positioning and nestle your head and your body into your favorite sleeping position and know that right now you don't need to do anything else. Your day is over and it is time for you to receive and embrace and experience the blessing of falling asleep. So as is our habit, let's take three deep breaths together. Here we go. One. Two. And three. Exodus 13. The Lord said to Moses, Consecrate to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belongs to me, whether man or animal. Then Moses said to the people, Commemorate this day, the day you came out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery, because the Lord brought you out of it with a mighty hand. Eat nothing containing yeast. Today, in the month of Abib, you are leaving. When the Lord brings you into the land of Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, the land he swore to your forefathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey. You are to observe this ceremony in this month. For seven days, eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh Day, hold a festival to the Lord. Eat unleavened bread during those seven days. Nothing with yeast in it is to be seen among you, nor shall any yeast be seen anywhere within your borders. On that day, tell your son, I do this 
because what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. This observance will be for you like a sign on your hand and a reminder on your forehead that the law of the Lord is to be on your lips. For the Lord brought you out of Egypt with his mighty hand. You must keep this ordinance at the appointed time, year after year. After the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites and gives it to you, as he promised on oath to you and your forefathers, you are to give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb, all the firstborn males, your livestock belong to the Lord. Redeem with a lamb every firstborn donkey, but if you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem every firstborn among your sons. In days to come when your son asks you, what does this mean? Say to him, with a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed every firstborn in Egypt, both man and animal. This is why I sacrifice to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb and redeem each of my firstborn sons, and it will be like a sign on your hand and a symbol on your forehead that the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his mighty hand. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt, armed for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him because Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. After leaving Sukkoth, they camped at Etham on the edge of the desert. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or night. 
neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. Psalm 23, a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord's Prayer is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 9. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil Amen. Now is the time to 